illustrious King Julian, self-proclaimed Lord of the Lemurs, etc., etc. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to our, well, not no longer final vintage movie review of the Bad Bear franchise, but to our final movie in the Christopher Nolan trilogy. I am your host, Julian, and with me is William and Derek, as always. Derek, let's start with you today. How are you doing? I'm doing okay. I had an eventful weekend, getting ready to talk about the um, Dark Knight Rises and conclude Christopher Nolan's Dark Knight trilogy. Okay. Well, William, what about you? How are you feeling so far? I'm feeling good. I, I enjoyed this movie. This is actually the only movie I personally bought myself of this trilogy. What? Personally bought it myself. So I actually have this movie. I bought it, I think it was when I had an Android. That's how you know it was long ago, because oh, I do. I, 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 I am not an Android person. But when I had my first phone, I had an Android, and I think I since I bought an Android, they gave me like a certain amount of money in uh, like Google money or whatever, and I bought this yeah. movie with that money. And uh, yeah, this is one of the first movies I bought. Oh, okay. I, yeah. I, I, okay. I, I'll leave it at that. But all yeah. right, with my little teenage money. Hey, nothing's wrong with that. Ain't nothing wrong with that, sir. You was fifteen at the time, so it's understandable. It's understandable. Okay. I think you were. I think you were. We'll talk about that in a moment. But yeah, I could agree with both of you guys. I, I enjoyed my weekend. This movie, I kind of. I have mixed feelings for it. We're going to talk about it later. But yeah, like watching it this weekend, I'm not going to lie to the audience. I was begrudgingly trying to watch this movie. I was like, can I spark notes this? Can I can I skip it? Can I just do like, um, if some people don't know this, there's this YouTube channel called Cinema Sins where they basically count all the sins in all these movies and they do a, a lot of shit for The Dark Knight Rises. And I was like, let me just spark notes this. And I was like, no, nah, don't do it. We'll do that for Batman versus Superman and Justice League. We won't. Do yeah, because I'm definitely. Go- I'm not watching. The- we'll, we'll talk about that later. But I'm definitely. <laughs> That'll be the whole movie right. That's gonna be a no. movie. That's gonna be two films. I'm just gonna be like, nope, skipping. I'm skipping no, all this shit. No. But <laughs> yes, but for this film, I, I, I have like mixed feelings for it, and we're gonna get into it in a moment. But like William, I'm gonna start with you because you said this is your very first movie you bought with your own money. Which I mean, as a I say 15, 14 year old kid, I understand that this was your first movie you bought. Um, when did you first watch this movie? And you said that you really liked it. So I, I guess when you were watching it as a kid, what were your general thoughts of watching Dark Knight Rises when you were, when it came out the summer of 2012? Um, so 2012. So yeah, I, I think I was actually. I think I was, I think I was actually fourteen the summer of two thousand twelve until you know August. Until August, yeah. yeah. So when I bought the movie, I bought. I, I didn't watch it in theaters. I watched it on DVD, uh, or not DVD, but I bought it uh, digitally. I bought it on on Google's uh, site or whatever. So it's on it's on my YouTube profile. It's one of the movies that I bought. So um, I watched it there and like. Originally watching the movie, it was kind of it took a very long time to watch because it's very slow at the beginning. Um, 
Hmm. Okay. It, to me, it is like okay. it, there's like I I was hoping. I mean, although the first scene is is action, um, I didn't really care for the Batman's like Bruce Wayne sitting in in the in in his house getting old and all the other stuff. Becoming <laughs> a you know, hermit. <laughs> but, yeah, like, like you know, sitting there growing a mustache and with this cane on. But I understood the premise of the movie, and but. I really liked the last movie, even when I saw that movie. So I, I was I was waiting on this movie to be really good. So, um, but this movie also um, has like, um, uh, it, it at some points it's kind of hard to understand the purpose of what's going on. Like, okay. yeah, especially like as a teen teenager, I was like, what is what is all this going? <laughs> like, what what is all going on? What is here? going on here? Yeah. Okay. So it was a lot, but I liked the action sequences. Uh, the action sequences are actually really good. The fight scenes are really good. Um, I like Bane. I I didn't understand how Bane was strong, which is one of the reasons I didn't really care for like how they did bane like i maybe not how they did bane okay. i didn't like when you watch Batman bane and like in the cartoons he's like he's juiced up like with venom he, yes with venom and he becomes super strong this bane was just like naturally he's just a big ass guy and he was just strong i didn't i didn't i didn't i didn't i guess the mass was supposed to make him strong i don't know it didn't really make yeah. any sense the mass really, is supposed to. And it didn't really go in any detail of it. So it kind of was just like you just kind of knew that he was he was strong because he's Bane. But if you're a Batman, if you weren't a Batman fan, then you didn't know that. You were just like, what the hell is this? How is he so strong? He's punching walls and shit. Like <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, but to be fair, uh Tom Hardy's portrayal of Bane is pretty fire, I'm not gonna lie. The way he says the the way he says things is just beautiful. It's immaculate. It, those he has some quotes in there that are just yeah. they're they're amazing. They're amazing quotes. And so. I was gonna say, as one of my um, friends who I do podcast with, Derek Lewis, uh, one of his favorite quotes from the movie is "To you, the people." So yes, I completely understand where you're coming from because yeah. a lot of people still quote this goddamn movie. So I, I understand. Yeah, he has some great, great, great quotes in this movie. So I, I, I like that. And then the final fight scene with Bane and Batman, also really like that scene. I've probably watched that scene a million times. Hmm. Yeah, I really liked was, it. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. All right. I, I'm not gonna say anything about that just yet, but understandable. Derek, what about you? What were your general thoughts of watching this when you were like? I want to say you were 21 when this came out, or 20. You're you're probably 21. No, you're 21. You're 21. Well, how, wait, what year when it came out again? 2012. Yeah, I was turn. Yeah, I was already 21. I was turning 22. Um, I did like the and even though they already well, I think I was really anticipating it. There was the um, I forgot what company was oh that uh, was sponsoring this movie. But um, they did a nice little journey trailer. I like that. That's what really got me on that before the movie came out. It's just like the trailers, and then when they released the first eight minutes, I was like, I think it was the first, the first eight minutes of the film. I was really, I was really hyped for it. I was really hyped for it. And um, I don't know why I was. And so watching in theaters with y'all, with my brothers, it was, um, 
it was it was interesting. There was um initially when I liked it, initially when I first liked it, I watched it. I'm sorry. I feel like it was a very good conclusion to the Christopher Nolan trilogy. Now I was watching it with a set pair of eyes much older now. I'm like, okay, this is uh some of it's a little bit outlandish because I really looked at the film as, you know, of course it's maturity is so in this and um some of the like y'all said, some of the screenplay with its quotes and monologues and the action sequences. I feel as if out of all the Batman films and Julian, please correct me if I'm wrong, I feel as if that the cinematography for the action sequences in this film is significantly improved in the previous installments. I feel as if it has. I I would agree with you, specifically when they do a lot better shots with you know with Batman and Bane fighting in the sewer or in the underground. Yeah, yeah in, in the sewers, and then in the final fight, I will agree with you on that. Wally has amped up on the action a lot better with the cinematography. Yeah, it was cinematography. And then there was one that I was it was like, wow, that can actually see actually see what's going on. Like the one the rooftop one with Batman, um Batman and Catwoman, Catwoman was fighting doing the fighting the League of other uh, um the League of Shadows uh men. And I was like, wow, I can actually you know, they got establishing shots in the action uh, action sequences. It's not um I mean, but, but the Dark Knight's still great. They're it's still great. It's uh, significantly higher than the Big Batman Begins, but I feel as if they kind of kept, you know, the same um, momentum in Dark Knight Rises hmm. or the same same way of professionalism as far as the cinematography. Okay. I I will, I will I'll kind of meet both of you guys in the middle or maybe right behind you guys. I'll put it this way. The year that this came out, uh, it's going to make its 10-year anniversary of this release this summer. And I just graduated high school at that time. Yes, I'm dating myself at this time, but I don't care. And as we mentioned in the Amazing Spider-Man um, review, there were two movies that came out, or three movies that came out that I was kind of interested in in this summer, which were Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man, this movie, and The Avengers. And I... I was hyped for the Avengers because that was the movie I was like, okay, they're going to soup up everybody and I'm ready for that. Then Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man came out because it came out July 4th weekend, which I thought was weird. And then two weeks later, this movie comes out. And I remember coming back from a trip. It was a, I don't know why I was doing trips senior year. I mean, after I graduated high school, but besides the point, I was doing it with my church. Yeah. Um, and we were we were coming back from Indianapolis, um, and Derek, Marcus, and I went to go watch this movie. I think this is one of our last movies we watched together when I was an adolescence, before we, we all got older. But I digress. We watched this movie, and Derek and Marcus came out. My, Marcus is our little brother. I can't, they came out like, this was a good movie. I... I felt like there was a sour taste. Like I felt like I was missing something and I couldn't articulate it at, you know, 18 years old. I was kind of like, is this movie missing something? I, I just, I, I don't know if I like it too much. And to William's judgment pre-pod, we were talking about it. I kind of didn't watch this movie again for a while. I, I would watch bits and pieces of it. Specifically, when it gets to the end, where you know Bane and Bruce are about to fight, or Bane and Batman are about to fight, and whenever we get to the initial part where you know Batman and uh, Bane fight each other in the sewer, I was like, okay, I can deal with that. I can watch that, and I'm okay with that. Anything in between those scenes, 
you could miss me. You could definitely miss me because I just I didn't care for it. And um, I'm gonna ask William again about his new fresh um, his new fresh uh, viewing of this film. But watching it the second well fully in its entirety, I want to say it's the second or third time. I'm like, okay, it's not as bad as I thought it was, but I still have problems with this movie. We're gonna talk about it at the end of the podcast, or we'll talk about it throughout, so you can understand where I'm coming from with this film. So. Before we talk to small details and the summary of this film, William, with new first set of eyes, watching this, your recent viewing, what did you think of Dark Knight Rises? I think that they tried to cram a big story into uh, uh, into a, a movie that it really couldn't fit everything that they tried to cram into it. Okay. All right. That's my premise. And, you know, the movie already is long as hell. Um, I actually watched the movie in 1.5 speed. Because <laughs> I, I was like, there's no way. <laughs> See, I at least oh, watched it cheated. in regular speed. You right, cheated. I was going to say, at least I watched it in regular speed. I gave that movie the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, but damn. I, actually, I actually wasted the two hours and 44 minutes watching Mm-mm. this. You Thank you for bringing it up. Terrible. We're gonna talk about that in a moment. But no. yeah, wow, wow, <laughs> not for like, me. Nah. I was like, I know, I know, YouTube has this shit. <laughs> I was like, they got about this movie on YouTube. <laughs> but, <laughs> but uh, it probably I, took him like what, right under two hours and twenty minutes, probably a little bit less than that, honestly. Like probably <laughs> right say. over two, right, probably over two minutes, two hours and ten minutes. Yeah, it probably. was like two hours he and ten shaved, minutes. He shaved a, a good chunk of time off of him. But yeah. thank you for bringing it up because there's an Easter egg about that later, and I was like, bro, what? That what? I I couldn't. I was so confused by how long this original script for this film was. I I was confused. God, no, God, no. Oh you yeah, can't. we're gonna talk about how long. We're gonna talk about how long the script, the original first draft of the script was. And I was like, if you would have made that movie, I would have never went. No offense, and I'm a huge Batman fan. I would have never went. But yeah, it's, it's a long movie. We'll talk about it. But yes, as William mentioned, this is gonna be pretty interesting. This is the only Easter egg I'm gonna give out right now as I talk about the details of this film. This is Christopher Nolan's third and final entry into the Dark Knight trilogy, and he ends it with the Dark Knight Rises. Him, Jonathan Nolan, and uh, David S. Goyer does a story and screenplay again for the third time. Christopher Nolan comes by himself. I mean, Christopher Nolan. Hans Zimmer comes by himself to do the score this time. Michael Caine, Christian Bale, Gary Oldman, um, all of them, and Morgan Freeman all come back to reprise their roles for a third time. Also, Killian Murphy, which is also another Easter egg. But then we got some newcomers. We got Anne Hathaway as Selena Kyle. We have Tom Hardy as the one and only Bane. We have Marion. I unfortunately cannot say her name correctly. I think it's Tilliard or Tilliard. I'm sorry, I'm butchering her name. I apologize in advance. But she is um, Miranda Tate, aka Talia Al Ghul. Uh, if you don't know this, sorry, we're about to spoil this movie. If you haven't watched it by now, oh well. Um, and you know, and Joseph Gordon Lovett as. Blake, uh, I'm gonna keep his name at that for now because that, that's a problem I have, but yeah, yeah there's that's a problem I have, but anyways, we talk about the budget. It, I mean, this film was released on July 20th of 2012. Like I said, it's gonna make its 10 year anniversary this summer, and its budget was two to 50 to 300 million dollars, which is a big ass budget for a movie like this. But I digress, I think it's because of all the special effects. And its box office return 
was $1.081 billion. Um, it was, and I say was, the biggest DC movie of all. We talked about it last podcast until Aquaman beat it, which is so weird to me. And it was the third top grossing film of 2012. Uh, the two movies that were previously by it was number two, Skyfall, the James Bond movie. And number one was the movie that we all assumed was going to be number one, which was Marvel's Avengers. Uh, why is anybody trying to do a Marvel Avengers, um, trying to compete with Marvel's Avengers? I don't understand it. But hey, it happened. It happened. They understand. Hey, they extend, hey, they extended the theatrical release for that film until the, until the fall. Exactly. Why? I, I'm going to leave that alone. But. Also, the only Easter egg I was going to give, and at least in this section, is what William mentioned. This movie, this film is two hours and 44 minutes. Uh, this is the longest, at the moment, the longest Batman film that has been produced and been shot. This is the longest Batman film, at the moment, because um, the Batman is supposed to be almost two hours and 50 minutes. Two hours and 50, 55 minutes, something like that. Yeah, this new Batman movie. I'm gonna double check myself in a moment, but yeah, it's supposed to be the only, I feel like the only characters I'm gonna really be rooting for in Batman. I'm not even care about Bruce, but I think the two characters I'm gonna be rooting for is, is Slick Kyle and Edward. I feel yes. like those two are gonna be the strongest performers in this film. Hold that thought. I was gonna say, hold that thought. We'll talk about that later. But Gosh, um, <laughs> In terms of its Rotten Tomato score, which I was like, huh, interesting. As it currently stands right now, its Rotten Tomato score for the critics is 87%, and its audience score at this very moment is 90%. I think it's a little high. I I, I do. I'm, I'm just my personal opinion, and we're going to talk about that in a moment when we get to dislikes. But for now... We're not going to talk about dislikes. We're going to get into likes. So I don't have that many. I'm not even going to sit here and pretend like I don't have that many. Damn. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, y'all. I'm a huge Batman fan, and I like I only have so many likes, and I have a lot more dislikes. We're going to talk about that in a moment. But wow, yeah, yeah. We're, we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about it. But my likes for this film: the acting, everybody across the board, including the romantic interest, including Marion. They did really well. I, I enjoyed everybody's acting abilities in this film. Everybody brought their A game. Um, and to put an asterisk on this, the person who I think should get a highlight is Michael Caine. Alfred in this film, literally, like, I've never seen our Alfred do much more than what he did. And I have a problem with what they do to him, which is going to be a dislike later. But all the acting Michael Caine does and all the story they put around Alfred was really well done and i really enjoyed that and i was like yes michael do your damn thing because this is the final movie do your goddamn thing i'll enjoy it so i will say that as derek mentioned the action sequences i mean from the literal first take of them taking down an actual airplane and doing it that way was absolutely beautiful like that's all no cgi that's actually some people taking down an entire plane i, I i'm just like that's wild that's wild as me um I I like the action sequences. I I like the gadgets because it, it makes it more modern. You can tell that Batman's a little bit more methodical about his gadgets, and I like that a little bit more. I will I will give it that. And I mean, the last thing is is even though William has a problem with it, which I'm surprised William has a problem with this, was Bane. I really enjoyed this Bane because I I understand that you wanted the juiced up Venom. Uh, Bane that we get in the comics and in, in animated TV shows, but 
Christopher Nolan, which I will give him this. I will give him this. He does a really great job of trying to make it realistic and tries to make it like world and bring it down to your core. So I could see somebody. I mean, I mean, I hate to say it. There's a lot of wrestlers like him who somebody's like 6'10", 6'11", 208 pounds, but it's pure, nothing but pure muscle. And all they do is hit the gym all goddamn day. So yes, they can literally with a slight punch can put a crater in your chest. He that's that's how menacing Bane's supposed to look, and I like that, especially for a realistic version of Bane. And the way he was just menacing, I enjoyed it. And as you mentioned, he hasn't he doesn't have as many quotes as Heath Ledger's Joker does, but I love him. I I, I love this Bane. He's very intimidating, way better than the goddamn Bane we got in <laughs> Batman and Robin. But that's, that that's, was uh, that's, that was that's just uh, easy. We we have we we don't know of that Bane. <laughs> we don't know if that one. Okay. Oh, monkey work. All right. Yeah, I'm gonna leave. That's my that's my only reference I'm gonna give to that movie today. But yeah, I enjoyed I enjoyed Bane. I really liked Bane in this film. Um, before we continue the dislikes. Uh, let's start with you, William. What likes do you have for this film? Yeah, that's okay. all the, wait, hold on. That's all the likes you got. Yeah, that's all the likes I got. Dang, okay, I just had to point that out. That's interesting. That's all the likes I got. <laughs> what well, should I get it? <laughs> um, it's not that I dislike Bane. It's that I just. I, I, I wish he was a little bit swoller, I guess. I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't I don't I don't want juiced up Bane like in the old movies. No, I don't want that. I, I do like that he's realistic. I think I just want him to be a little, just a tad bit more swole. I mean, like he's still swole, you know, but he's not like he doesn't seem like a, he looks like he could still like be I don't know, he could still get he could still get shot and then be like, all right, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But <laughs> oh, all right, hold that thought. Hold that thought. We'll talk about that in a moment. But go ahead. I know, I know what you're gonna say. But anyways, <laughs> um, likes. Okay, um, I like uh, I like Anne Hathaway. You really do? Okay. I, do. I, okay. I, I I like her as as Catwoman. I think she, although she's not as like, uh, what do you say? Menacing as Michelle Pfeiffer, or yeah, she's not as menacing. She seems you're so used to seeing her as Princess Diaries, you don't. <laughs> Damn, it's hard okay. to see yeah. her. As, as this is like the first time she actually got to get out of the character that we're so used to her, or that we're so used to because, like, definitely, yeah. right from Princess Diaries, Devil Wears Prada, all those yeah. films that she did, she's kind of quirky. She's just very comedic and things like that. Yeah, and this is like so this her, is different. But she did a right. good job, but it's still she hard. Did. To, I'm not going to lie. She's so, she's so like slim and cute and pretty. Like, she's just, it's like, <laughs> it's hard to see her as this menacing, sexy, but like, like kind of like dark character, you know? Yeah. And she's not, to me, she's not, she's, this is, this is my opinion. She's not really sexy. She's more cute. And, and okay. the Catwoman is supposed to be like sexy. And at the same time, like kind of menacing, like okay, it's like the bad girl that you're not supposed to mess with, but you kind of want to mess with her because she's bad. So you see what okay. I'm saying? Anne Hathaway you, doesn't give that. She she seems like a good girl that's putting on a bad girl outfit. You know what or, I'm saying? Or okay. or okay. my favorite or my favorite an, uh, an analogy for her. My favorite analogy for her is she's a cute girl that got in the wrong place at the wrong time. That's literally all she is. And then she decided mm. to try to reprimand herself, and it's like. 
girl, yeah. baby girl, if you don't go, go and go fix your life real quick. Just yeah, it's go okay. fix your life. Go, go no. spend your money. No cash. And, and I feel exactly. Like, <laughs> what's weird is I feel like it feel like that translates into the character of the movie because even Batman's not really intimidated by her. Like <laughs> he kind of thinks it's cute. <laughs> oh, We're gonna talk about that in a moment. We're gonna talk about that. But that's I don't feel like that's Anne Hathaway's fault. I feel like that's the it's writing. Not, it's the writing's fault. I agree it's with writing. you. I completely agree with you. It's so, the writing's fault. So I do, but I do like her. I think she's a good actor. Um, you mentioned um um. Uh, Alfred, who what's his what's the actor's name? Michael Caine. Michael Caine. I personally like this uh, this Alfred better than the other Alfred. Michael the other Goff? Alfred, my, the what? other Alfred. I will say the other Alfred is funnier, and he's like he he just he has like more of a personality. But this Alfred seems like he connects to me on a deep level. Like he really cares about me. The other Alfred's kind of just like he's just there for the quirks and the funny and the. You know, he's like comic book Alfred. <laughs> yeah, this Alfred is more like he's like he really, really deeply cares for Bruce, and he's more of like a father figure to Bruce. Okay. Or the other Alfred is kind of he's, he's still a father figure, but he's like a, a goofy father figure that's also okay. like that tries to not be goofy sometimes, but then he's still goofy. He still has his little jokes here and there, you know, and it's just ah, but. But I like it. I like the other one, but I like this one a little bit more. Um, what else? What else do I like about the movie? You said the gadgets. I like the gadgets too. I like the 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 bats is what they called it, I guess. Yeah, the goddamn bat wing. Just call it a bat wing. They should I, just call it the it. bat wing. Call the bat. It's no, it's bat. a bat wing. Derek, it's a fucking bat wing. Just call it the Although, goddamn bat wing. It does of look it like an bat. alien spaceship. <laughs> yeah, it definitely does. It does. I'll give it you that. It does. does. I don't I understand. Like, and then the wings, and I'm like, baby. I don't understand you? the physics of it. With design? It, it, it looks like a, a, a bug. In a, in a, it looks like a <laughs> bug that's like trying to fly with his butt <laughs> or something. He's not lying, though. He's not though. Like, like I don't. Under that, under that craft, I'm like, yeah, I was like, that work? That doesn't work. I because it doesn't work. Physically, it doesn't work. But <laughs> you know what? I'm not about to sit here and, and get into aerodynamics <laughs> or, or or astrophysics. Um, it's just it just doesn't make any sense. But anyways, it's, it, for the movie purposes, it's cool. Um, what else? I I I I like all the action sequences. I like the scene where they're at the uh the uh football field. That scene is dope where they blow the football field. Yep. Got Easter um, and yes. they have the the yeah, so I uh I like that I like that one. Um blah, 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 blah. um there's a lot of stuff that I do like about this movie. I like that they have continuation like they like with the scarecrow being the the judge, I like that. That this tension to detail, I like that. That's pretty cool. Um, some of the stuff that they were doing in there was a little too much, but we'll get into that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, um, we will. Yeah, uh, yeah. And I'm trying to finish it up. See, he had to fish for likes too. God damn. Okay. Well, my my likes are mostly like the action sequences and like the visual effects were good. I would say the visual effects are really good. The special effects do look good. I was gonna yeah. say for this to be out in 2012, um, a lot of 
movies that came out during this time. <laughs> Amazing Spider-Man. Um, special effects don't look too well. And this one kind of holds up with Avengers. I, I will give it that. I, I well, at least that. Amazing Spider-Man stepped it up in Amazing Spider-Man 2. Although they stepped up. It's like they did. They took one from the other. They took up <laughs> yeah, the original took and then they, they shat on the, the story. story. Yeah, yeah. They, they shat on the story, man. That, t- that story was just all over the place. It was nice. But, the, but there's parts of Amazing Spider-Man that didn't look bad. There, it, it's, it's it had its moments. It had its moments where it didn't look bad. But anyways, we're not talking about Spider-Man. Um, but yes, the visual effects. And then... Um, they still the the bat the Batmobile like like motorcycle thing. What is that supposed to be called? Oh, uh, the Bat Pod. The Bat Pod. The Bat Pod is still dope. I still think it's dope. I like the wheel spinning and the, being able to do all that yeah, stuff. That and cool. and Anne Hathaway rode on it. Looked pretty cool too. So that was pretty dope. That was a cool scene. Hot take. Way. I was about to say hot take on that. She made the bad part look a lot better than uh Bruce did. Really well, Bruce did. didn't have that much time with it. I feel like he didn't really use it. Which is an issue that I have for questions later. We're gonna talk about that in a moment. Yeah, Thank like you for bringing that really, up. He didn't really. I mean, he used it a little bit in the last movie, but like they didn't really do too much with it. Um. So I feel like they could have. He he could have used it a little bit more in this movie, but they didn't. He so. didn't. Nope. Yeah. No, that's it. That's it. That's all my likes. Okay. Derek. Um. Y'all pretty much went over all my likes, but I'll just go over just a. Because a few little tidbits that I didn't do. Um, what was it? Yeah, talking about the plane. Oh no, uh, you might uh, you might say you might disagree with this, Julian, but I like the new um, design for the Wayne Manor, and even though it wasn't fully developed, the Batcave, I liked it. Like you said, it was simple. It wasn't over the top, and I feel as if it was. And you got to see the little, uh, you know, called it the. Back computer <laughs> and um, who are kids, but I just but, like okay. I have a question about that. What's up, really quick? Uh, I just don't understand how, like, he had all these setups before. Why did they just introduce this in a third movie and then he's just gonna give it up at the end? He's just not Batman anymore, anyway. So, like, we're gonna that's, yeah. that's you're actually yeah, asking that's questions true. that further into my questions that I have for later. But hold on but to I just, But I just like that. design. I don't like what he does. Of course, we have questions about but what he does. What's, like so, what's so weird, though, Derek, this is the only thing I was going to say. The house is the exact... I had to double check and make sure. The house is the exact same house from uh, Batman Begins. The only thing they did was renovate the the doors in the back. What they uh, changed was the Batcave. You are right about that. They put a new elevator down there and like made it look more modern. I I, I will give them that. But the Batcave is also done. But the house mostly looks the exact same. It's the exact same house that they were in in Batman Begins. Why? No, you're fine. You're fine. It looks different a little bit because they they the only thing that they really did was mess with the exterior a little bit. But it looks like the exact same house. And I feel as if they probably might have uh, filmed interiors that wasn't shown in the in Batman Begins that probably kind of gave it another. Like you are correct on that. House. That's probably why too. You are correct on that. that. <laughs> you are absolutely let's correct go, on let's, that. Let's go film in this room. Or let's go film in this staircase. We haven't been, been in this room. We haven't been used to film this shit. Let's use that. Yeah. That's exactly <laughs> what it is. And um, I like the soul humor in it. it. It made it a little bit more. As with everything going on, at least there was some lightness to it. All right. Yeah, so. 
so you bring up a good question. Is the humor better in the Dark Knight or the Dark Knight Rises? The Dark Knight. Okay. Mm-hmm. Great. All right. All right. Nice. Perfect. Just wanted to make sure. All right. Then cool. Um, any other likes? I, that you I, like? I, 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 and another like where I have questions for. I have questions for, but because um, I have because I was thinking about it before the show. I was like, I have some questions, but I will. I, I slightly, slightly liked how you gave like a a minor ambiguous ending. Like we don't know what's gonna happen. All that stuff. You know, it was it was it was okay. You're about to piss Julian off, Derek. I know, I know he'll mess it, but you things in the ending that I liked, but that was not it. Okay, I would just start there. I dislike the ending. I really <laughs> do. Like it, it. There's so many questions that you bring up with trying to t- like tidy yeah. everything up together and i'm just like bro bro you could have you could have you could have done something so much better and again i i will leave this question for the end of questions in the ne- um later down in the podcast but it's like i get that batman was a symbol for somebody to take over the mantle somewhere down the line but I have a question about your drive, Bruce. I really have a question about your drive, and we're going to talk about that in questions. But, yes, I, I can't agree with you on the ending. And it's specifically, specifically, this adds to my second dislike. You're going to fucking call him Robin? You're going to call him Robin <laughs> Blake? Shut the fuck up. Shut yeah, the absolute fuck up. Right, I was like, I'd have been okay if you would have called him Dick, and I'd have been like, okay, cool. That's supposed to be Robin. Everybody who knows who the fuck that is knows that that's Robin, right? <laughs> but no, you you literally overbearingly hit people in the head. I like what your I like your first name, Robin. Shut the fuck up. Shut <laughs> shut the fuck up. God damn it, <laughs> stupid ass shit. Anyways, <laughs> I'm sorry. It was just uh, that was so dumb. Who, who names I anybody like... Robin though? <laughs> you met anybody <laughs> you. in their life named Robin? No. Well, I mean, no, not like Christopher I Robin. know, right? <laughs> Maybe as a surname, but as like the first name, I just—I mean, of course, you know, that's like the usual um, name for you know a main name is daughter or, or maybe or child, but... Robin Williams, maybe. Oh, okay, God. but that's okay. but I said, there's not that many people who has I, at least I don't know that many people who has a but, Robin name, but yeah, but. But, but how you go for anybody about, whose name uh, is actually Robin <laughs> might who who might listen to this? We're not trying to discriminate against Robins. Yeah, but, we're sorry, the fans. But there's like, not a lot of Robins in this world. <laughs> but for your name to be Robin, uh, John—that's his name, Robin John Blake. It's just like for a fucking Easter egg. Bro, let yeah, no. Easter egg. That's what I was confused. That was that's my and Easter egg. Name him, don't even use right. Just call him Dick Grayson and be done with it. Just be done with it. I would have been okay if you called him Dick Grayson at the beginning of the movie because I'd have been like, okay, that's basically Robin. You literally, sorry, I'm about to go on the menu real quick. You literally held us around the entire movie, kind of like, hey, he looks up to Batman. He knows who Batman is. He kind of, he kind of wants to be like what Batman is. It's He's like an orphan, oh. right? It's like you are already programming us to say that that's Robin. Just give him the name Dick Grayson and let's move the fuck on. Like, I don't need the, okay, just in case if you guys didn't know that that was Robin, his first name was Robin. Shut up. All right, Chris. All right, Chris. I was like, all right, bro. That's going to be Yeah, that's my, yeah, that's my thing. I'm pretty, yeah. 
Yeah. And then another thing I have another thing I have I'm not sure about the ending with is that um you know earlier in the film Alpha was talking about, you know, going to what was it, France to believe, France or London? Whatever that place was, yes. Yeah, that restaurant and he always still sits down and see um Bruce, you know, they don't speak to each other, but he know that he moved on, had a happy life. At the end at the end of it all, he chose Sleet the cow. I don't know. I just feel I just I have I have a slight opinions. I have my again just like about that. Again, we're gonna have I have questions on that. We're gonna talk about that later, and you're gonna understand yeah. why I have my reservations about this film because it kind of contradicts everything that is happening. It kind of contradicts a lot of things that's happened in the original two films. So that's what my issue was. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna hit all that in a moment. But to your point, my other dislike is all of Bruce's romantic relationships. Like I'm sorry. Miranda Tate, I like, ma'am, you're you you literally just stepped in the scene. He's been dodging you for years, right? And then all of a sudden, y'all y'all have sex, and now when you're he's like, broke. When he's broke, <laughs> right? And now all of a sudden, you're like, hey, I fall in love with you, and you know who Batman is. I got I got a friend from, from stage places. No, you don't. Shut up, Bruce. And then the whole thing with Selena Kyle. We're gonna talk about that in a moment, and I'm I'm pretty upset about it. You didn't get any romantic chemistry out of Anne Hathaway and Christian Bale. And then all of a sudden at the end of the movie, it's like, hi, we're here in France, just living our lives together. It's like, no, 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 it's, no, I'm yeah. sorry, but no. You just get a forced kiss at the end and then you get. Exactly. Yeah. We're going to, we're going to, right. We're, I, you know what? I'm, I'm not going to use it as a question. I'm just going to bring it up here. Cause like, you're right, William. The first time, and Derek, you brought this up pre-pod. The first time you meet Selena is when she's robbing Bruce. She's literally robbing him of his fingerprints and the diamond, the diamond necklace that his mom had. I'm um, the pearl diamond necklace that his mom had, and it's like, okay, so this girl that you've been like trying to apprehend and just like interested about, all of a sudden you're like, I'm gonna get a romantic interest with you, and then you're gonna give her a kiss, and then all of a sudden you're gonna give her the clean slate so she can. Like and not disappear only from that, the world. She ends up she ends up um setting up a trap for Bane uh, for Bane to get Bruce. And you still fall in love with this girl? And you still bring her away? You, you understand my problem. You, you understand my problem with that. So I, that, I, have, I, I, I I'm not problem. gonna lie, I did I, I guess I just like the open the open ending. I guess was, oh I love the ambiguous ending at the end because I thought that maybe that'll be a tie-in for people to possibly, I don't know, for maybe other projects or other people to be inspired by Nolan, but I forgot that that ending just did not. I forgot the the scenes and the stuff that happened during the ending was like, why? <laughs> it's like, why? What are we doing here? What what are we doing here? And so that was my issue. That was one of my biggest concerns with this movie. Um, the other thing is, is I don't know what it was. I don't know what was the issue here, but the audio... Is it as great? Like the dialogue. The dialogue wasn't as great in this film. Um, one scene in particular is when Bruce is like getting out of the hospital and like going to uh Jim Gordon's like room, you could barely hear Gary Oldman. You can barely understand you anything could. he's doing. And so you had to put I had to put on subtitles to be like, What are you seeing, Gary? And same thing with um with Tom Hardy sometimes. Like sometimes with Tom Hardy, you're like, okay. I can put context clues to hear what he's saying. Specifically when he's in, I call it the Lazarus Pit, <laughs> funny, but no, that prison that has a hole in the ground when he's talking to Bruce, 
you can kind of hear what he's saying, but not really. And I'm just like, what's what's going on here? I'm like, I'm like, Christopher Nolan, you are very in tune with audio and the production of everything. Why does this sound like this? I don't know. Yeah, that's one of the dislikes I had about the movie when I first watched it as a kid. Even I was like, okay, I need to watch the movie in subtitles because you don't know what the fuck they're saying half the time. <laughs> no, you don't. And that's why I was like, what? Okay, all right, I'm confused. Whatever. Um, yeah, the other thing so- is. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Derek. No, no, no. I was just agreeing with you, too. I'm so happy I watched this movie with subtitles at the beginning because I was like, because I'm not going to lie. That was one another just like, too, like, I love how they were doing what they were trying to work with with Tom Hardy's voice. It's just like, you know, like you both said, sometimes it makes it hard for him, makes it hard for us to understand what he's saying. And that was one of my, yeah, that was like, okay. It's like, all right, cool, bro. Cool story, bro. Um, We all mentioned this. This movie is too long. It's really too long. Um, two hours and 44 minutes. I feel like you could have shaved off like 20 minutes into this film and it would have been yeah, completely fine. But I, I just, I guess that Christopher Nolan, well, we're, we're going to talk about his original treatment for the script. And I said, I guess he just wanted to have enough things in this movie to do what he wanted to do. But I'm just like, bro, come on. This movie's a little long, bro. Yeah, this movie's going to be a little long. But um, like I mentioned, at the moment, this is the longest Batman movie. Unfortunately, I just had to confirm the Batman will be two hours and 55 minutes. Just letting you guys know. It will be that long. Um, The other thing was, and I think this is going to be my last dislike I have with the movie, Bane's plan is way too goddamn convoluted. And it it kind of contradicts what the League of Shadows was trying to do in the original movie. And that's where my biggest issue with this film comes from. Because it's like, okay, Bane wants to ensue chaos, have the thugs come up and like just ravish over Gotham for, let's say, six months. And then all of a sudden, when we have enough chaos, we're going to just blow it up. Raish or Ross, depending on however you want to say it. Also, note for all the audience who may have questions about this, it is the... Original creators of Raz al Ghul pronounced it Raz. And basically, uh, a lot of people who are in like the Arabic language say it should be Raish. But again, it's whatever you want to pronounce it. I'm not about to sit here and tell you that one pronunciation is better than the other. But whatever you want to call him, that's what he is. It's Raz or Raish, whatever you decide you want to do. But besides the point, when Raish basically was running the League of Shadows, he, he was like, hmm. I'm going to ensue chaos. I'm going to let the city burn itself up to the ground, and then we'll rebuild. Whereas Bane is like, hmm, I want to do a six-month six month chaos theory and then blow the city up. It's like, what's the point? What was the point of doing all that, bro? Like, like what's the point? So I, I was just very confused by his plan. And this is the first time I'm saying this about Christopher Nolan's villains, which is wild for me to say this. But, like, yeah, I was like, I, I don't. I don't get this story, bro. I don't. I don't understand the villain's plan, bro. But you just want to blow everything up, I guess. And but then the other thing was to me it was like, you want to blow everything up, but like you're gonna die too, bro. <laughs> like, so was it part of your thing to be self-sacrificing? Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for bringing that point. So were you gonna be a sacrificial lamb, and then whoever was gonna redo the League of Shadows, they were just gonna like just start from the ground up. Like what kind of what kind yeah. of sense does that make? You and and even, wait, wait, and that's not even Bane's plan. It's all what's your name? Talia's plan. My point. So that's what I'm saying. Like so, to you too, Talia. Like what? What was this? What bro, was this entire thing? Real quick. 
So the way to avenge your dad's death is to kill yourself? <laughs> Make it make sense. Make it make sense, coach. I, I, I get My it. dad is dead. Now I'm going to blow the city up with me in it. <laughs> All right, psychopath. <laughs> All right. Hey, let, let, let her dream her dream. <laughs> and with that, William just scratched off two of my questions in the next next section. But I was I was so confused. I was like, so we're going to avenge your dad's death by killing yourself. But you're not going to start and restart Gotham at all. That was the whole purpose of the League of Shadows. So what are we doing here? Like, just, just what are we doing here? But I digress. <laughs> exactly. Like, what? Whatever. Derek, what about you? What are some of the dislikes you have with this film? Oh, y'all pretty much went over it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And also, I forgot to also miss too much. I don't know. I don't like it. I don't know. Maybe I might be... Um... Uh, probably out of pocket for saying this audience. If y'all think I'm wrong, please let me know. But I feel like there's just too much unnecessary bloodshed, like with the DAs, the um, I guess some of the people, and then with him within he within his own team. I just feel as if it was just, and even with Gotham, of course, tearing itself apart. I mean, yeah, that was expected when you ensue chaos, but I just feel as if there was just a lot of unnecessary bloodshed. <laughs> I agree. I like I said, like. With Raish, he had, I would say, uh, a, a design for killing his uh, everybody in Gotham, where it's like, all right, everybody's going to just kill themselves, and then we're going to just pick up the pieces and go from there. Whereas Bane is like, all right, if you're if you're not with my plan, you're expendable, and I can kill you very quickly. And it's like, okay, your plan is executed, but you're sitting here for six months just waiting for a bomb to happen? Like... What if somebody really just did try to get out of Gotham? What were you going to do? Like, I, I I don't get it. By the way, all right, see, mm, I'm going to bring it up here. You said if anybody tried to interfere, you were going to blow the city up. Four Navy SEALs came in there and tried to interfere, and you didn't blow the city up. So was your whole idea was to blow the city up with Batman in it, or was your whole idea was just to blow up the city just because? Like, I'm confused. I'm I'm so confused. Yeah, that's sure right. I mean, yeah, he killed the four Navy SEAL men, hung them, which I felt was so unnecessary. But I meant like, yeah. I agree Didn't with you say if that. anybody right? If you said if anybody interfered, you were gonna blow the city up. So Gotham should be blown up, bruh. Should be blown up. But yeah, I digress. Any more, Derek? No, yeah. I okay. still love it, but yeah, it's just um. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> William, what about you, sir? Dislikes. Um, I didn't like the the daughter, uh, Rajal Ghouls. Tell you? Tell you? I like. I didn't understand her purpose at all. So I was just. Her purpose was to give up some some punani to Batman <laughs> to get him in love. <laughs> And then for him to trust her just so she could not really kill him, but break him. And then she could blow up the city with herself in it. Yes. Yes. What? (laughs) (laughs) I'm just, I'm just, what I'm trying to do is like sit down. I'm trying to sit down and think like, okay, you're sitting at home. You're mad at your dad for not for not letting Bane be in the League of Shadows. Shadows. And you're like, okay, 
well, I hate my dad. Then your dad dies. And you're like, oh, I'm not mad at my dad anymore. I'm mad at the guy that killed my dad. And you're yeah, like, well, I'm you know what? I'm going to find out who this guy is. And I'm going to give him some poonanny to make him trust me. <laughs> and then, and then I'm going to try to kill him, but not really kill him. Just so I can blow up his city and accomplish my dad's plan that I really didn't believe in. But I'm going to still believe in it just but it's not really my dad's plan because I don't want to rebuild the city because I'm going to kill myself with the city within the city. Like it's just, it's, it's just, it doesn't make any sense. I completely agree. That's why I was just like, uh, okay, Talia. Where's I, I the think, logic in it? Or I was like, where's okay, the logic in that, that, that kind of makes sense. Whatever. Was, I feel like they just wrote her in there just so she could be a love, a love interest that betrayed Batman. And you know, Yeah. And because she has a nice accent. <laughs> but anyways. I agree. I agree. So we'll um then the other thing I, I said I didn't like Batman sitting in the house, you know, being all sad after Rachel died. Like you're you, at the end of the at the end of Dark Knight, he's literally saying that he has to be the symbol for Gotham. So that means that he's still being the symbol for Gotham. That doesn't mean that he's just gonna throw his cape away and just be like, screw it. He, he pulled a Peter Parker. He pulled a Peter Parker from Spider-Man. And, <laughs> and that's why I said in the last movie that the Dark Knight wasn't about him giving up the, everything for the for they tried to they tried to make him be like Peter Parker. Peter Parker did it in the movie. Batman but, didn't do it in the movie. He did it in the third movie, and it didn't work. So I was just gonna say, and this is another question I have, but we're gonna just bring it up here. That's my issue. That's one of my biggest issues with this film. It's like we end the film. Of the Dark Knight, where he's like, "All right, I have to be the sacrificial hero to be for Gotham. I have to do what it takes to be there for Gotham and be that person." So yeah. now, all of a sudden, you haven't been Batman since that night. Like, I get the streets are cleaned or whatever, but that shouldn't stop you from being Batman. But okay, all right, buddy. Yeah. Okay, buddy. Yeah, usually when there's something when it's too quiet, something's going on that you don't even know about. And that's exactly and that's what exactly happened. what happened. So yeah, I didn't like that. Um what else didn't I like? I didn't like that. Um I didn't like what what happened with in, like at the end of, with Bane. Like like okay. I like the fight scene, but then they killed it whenever like so what they, they they killed it like he finds out that what's her name is 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 Razal Ghul's daughter. I, I'm sorry I can't remember her name. Talia, uh, you're Talia. Funny. I don't know why I can't keep that name in my head, but Talia. Find out that Talia is Razal Ghul's daughter, and he's like, <gasps> and she stabs him. Okay, cool, yeah, whatever. But then she like fixes Bane's mask or whatever. You would expect Bane to beat the living crap out of Batman right then and there after he's done, right? Or that there'd be another fight scene, but then. Uh, Felicia just comes flying in, and not Felicia. That's that's that's. <laughs> I was that's, gonna let you make it. Sorry. I was really Yay! gonna let you make it. I really. Yay! I was like, that's a black cat. I was like, I was like, I know we talked about this in Amazing Spider-Man too, but it is Selena. But I was gonna let you take. I was gonna let you slide. But Selena, Felicia, they're the same. Like I said, same damn person. They're like Felicia's copy from Selena, so it is what it is. But yeah. continue, sir. Sorry, sorry, but Selena. Selena pops in and just shoots Bane, and then that's the end of Bane. Okay, <laughs> like that's just it. 
All that character development. Just, just for, for him, him to die. Just did he even die? Nobody even knows if he died. He just got shot. He got like, shot. Bro, you, you did you see what the bad pod did to the tumblers? So he she shot him with one of those things straight in the chest. He's dead. Uh, yeah, that man dead. That man got a crater in his chest. That man ain't going nowhere. I mean, he's Bane. Who knows? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, man. So it was all that just for that. And I was just like, okay. And then, like, this is kind of a question, kind of a dislike. Like, so they, they, they're, they're the, 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 the little 18 wheeler that um, Talia is driving with, with Gordon in it. It goes down to the under thing underneath the street, mm-hmm. and then how is she still alive? And how is how is uh what's Gordon still, still alive? alive? How is Gordon still alive? Yeah, I was shocked at that. He ain't got no seatbelt. He's just flying around in the in the in the back right of next the to uh, that bomb. truck. Yeah, right next to the bomb. He should have got smushed by the bomb. I, but he climbs uh, out unscathed. You you yeah, that was my question, but yeah, like that it, it doesn't make sense. It, it it didn't make sense. I was like, not only did Batman shoot them with the Batwing's bullets and had them go down there, but it landed head first, like head dived head first down there. Like Talia should have got out of that window, like should have got out the front windshield and like splat, like splat on the floor. And Gordon, I'm sorry, bro. Your arm, right? Something. Your arm is the only thing that was injured when you were in that truck. Nah, bro. No, nah, bro. It, it made no sense. And then, so then, if the Batwing didn't have, if the Batwing didn't have autopilot, so what did Batman do? He jumped out of the Batwing at the last second, and then because it had autopilot, and he—that's the question. It I did have or it didn't? It did. We're going to talk about that later because it did. Uh, okay. Again, it's a lot of plot holes that I just was like, I can't let this go by. But yeah, it, it did. Ha- he did fix the autopilot in the timeline. They said, and I was like, but he okay, all right. All right, cool. He must have yeah, did that yeah. shit hella fast though, because my point. We're gonna talk about that. We're gonna talk about that in questions. So I, you know, whatever. So you know, whatever. And then yeah, I don't really care for the last scene. I guess they're just trying to tie the knot at the end, but it was definitely a knot that like it's an ugly knot. Like it was an <laughs> ugly way to tie the knot at the end. They didn't put a bow on top. They just kind of rolled it up real quick and just said, "All right, there you go. There you, you go." Y'all gonna have that. And then they they just forgot the bow. (laughs) Yeah. And then they just said, screw it. We'll throw in Robin in there. And then there's your little Robin, but we're not gonna do anything with that. So, and like I said, what is Batman? So Batman just throws in the towel, and then we don't we we don't really know if Bane's dead. We don't really know. I mean, he's dead, but you could say some people it's comic books, so he could not be dead. Who knows? And then oh, my other dislike. All this stuff that they did in the city, like they set up a whole like trial. They had all these barriers with cars and all this. They did all this and how long? Like he wasn't in the six cave months. for that long. Oh, was it? He was in the cave for six months. They say presumably he was in there for six months. That's a long ass time. He was recovering for six months. Yeah. I, and then the other thing is, uh, he just pops his spine back in place with a punch. <laughs> Thank you. That was my question. We're, we're jumping. We're, we're we're going too hard in questions. We're, we're, we're I'm gonna have to wrap us up in a moment. But sometimes yes. questions and and, and dislikes, dislikes they they dislikes come they, together. They, they, they come well. together. Yeah, it's very because I agree with you, William. I was like, so you mean to tell me that 
the way you got your spine back was just getting punched back. You, that's how it realigns your spine back. Last time I checked, I don't think that that's how that works, but okay. Yeah. All right, Bruce. When they checked us for scoliosis in, in elementary school, they never said, <laughs> hey, hey I can, can fix your spine. <laughs> hey, I can fix your spine. Hold on real quick. Hey, don't tell your mom. <laughs> I, I, right, don't tell your mom I hit you. Oh, all right, tell your mom I hit you. There you go, kid. <laughs> now you got to realize. <laughs> scoliosis all healed. The cure is just a punch in the back. <laughs> all right. Oh god. All right. Um, but also the other thing that I had an issue with is just again, I, I'm bringing up Gotham on this one. I, I have to. Gotham just seemed like okay, hey, some of the interior and exterior is the same. But when we talk about the grand scheme of the entire city, hey, we're we're we kind of change a little bit things on you, but we're we're gonna hope that you don't remember that or you don't see that. And I'm just like, really, bro? Like, no, I can I can definitely see I can definitely see that this this scenery has changed. And I was just like, I don't I I I can't I I can't get the surrealism out of there. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, bro. This 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 isn't real. So yeah, I I didn't like that part of it. But I I, I digress. That was my only last dislike. Any more before we go into Easter eggs? That's it for me. Okay. (laughs) Well, before we go into Easter eggs, there's just one thing I have to mention, just because it happened during this time. Um, not saying. Nah, I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna stand on this. I am. I. I do not believe in um, having ARs and automatic weapons um, being accessible to everybody. Um, as we talked about it, I think we should just mention it. Unfortunately, during the midnight premiere in Aurora, Colorado, somebody took the liberty of themselves to take an AR-15 and like go and fire people at the midnight premiere of The Dark Knight Rises. Christopher Nolan and them did give some of the proceeds to the tickets and all that to the victims and the families that were affected to the 12 that passed away and the 58 that were injured during the shooting. But just wanted to bring that up just to say, yes, unfortunately that happened. And um, can we stop guns, stop automatic weapons, uh, ARs? Like we, we don't need that to like for hunting. We, we just don't, but I digress. I'm gonna get off my horse before I, I, I get into like how we did for Dark Knight. But Easter eggs. Giant alligators is for Killer Croc, for those who don't know. Basically, when uh, Joseph Gordon-Lovett, um, I'm not calling him by Robin or John or Blake. I'm sorry. I'm just going to call him Joseph Gordon-Lovett. When he's talking to Bruce and he's like, why would you talk to the cops? They asked me if I saw giant alligators. Okay, yes, you're talking about Killer Croc. You get a cookie for that. Um, when Bane is at the field, when we was talking about at the football game, he said, that's a lovely, lovely voice. He That was improv. Like, he literally just said that off the cuff. And they were like, huh, that's cool. We're going to keep that in the movie. And, you know, they used that as an outtake. That was completely ad-lib. Uh, speaking of, like I said, some of the exterior shots were filmed of Pittsburgh, but most of the interior and the skyline shots were Chicago. Because they filmed in Pittsburgh, and they hit, uh, filmed in Heinz Field, which is the Pittsburgh Steelers' um, Stadium, which I'm like, why you didn't just film at the Bears stadium? But I digress, whatever. Um, some of the Pittsburgh Steelers players at the time 
basically reprise, not reprise, but they cameoed inside as being one of the, some of the football team members. That's Ben Roethlisberger, Heinz Ward, and a couple of others basically came and show their faces into this film to say like, hey, thank you for putting Pittsburgh and showing up for Pittsburgh. Again, I don't understand why you didn't just use Chicago for that, but I digress. Um, the Bears suck. I mean, okay, fine. I was about to say, but the pit did, but no, they won a Super Bowl two years before that, so I can't say that. You're right. I'll I'll, I'll let that happen. Um, some of the comic books that are referenced in this movie: Nightfall, the one where ba- basically Bane breaks the bat, and they kind of do that in this film. Um, Dark Knight Rise, um, Dark Knight Returns, uh, the one of the best comic book graphic novels you can read. I highly recommend that. And No Man Land, which is basically what happens after Nightfall, where literally Gotham is in a rut without Batman, and it just goes into pure chaos. Three great comics. Recommend go reading them. They're really good. But I don't know. Um, Christopher Nolan is the only director at the, at the time. I say at the time. Only reason why is because there's about to be another person that's about to follow these two. He, him and Sam Raimi are the only two directors that came back and did a trilogy, like finished the entire trilogy of a superhero franchise. Um, so Sam Raimi did Spider-Man 1, 2, and 3. Christopher Nolan did Batman Begins, Dark Knight, and Dark Knight Rises. And then there is James Gunn, who's going to do Guardians of the Galaxy, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 1 and Volume, I mean, Volume 2 and Volume 3. He's going to do all three. He, there's going to be only three directors in the superhero genre that has ever done so, which is Pretty interesting. I thought about that. What? What's up? No, what am I doing? The director. I could be wrong, but the director for the Amazing Spider-Man Homecoming trilogy. Yeah, that's not the same. Oh, John Watts. Sorry, I forgot about John Watts. You are also correct on that. My apologies, John. We we did it. We even did a vintage review for your three films. I am so sorry. Yeah. Yeah. John Watts is the third one, and then James Gunn will be the fourth. So yeah, I was. I was like, that's pretty interesting. Okay. Also, um, Killian Murphy is the only villain that has done three films um as as william mentioned he's scarecrow in all three films and i was like ah okay and last but not least lucius talked about cryo sleep and i was like so mr freeze is around like okay all right (laughs) okay didn't think about that but everybody chill i I fucking knew you was gonna do that (laughs) Damn it. I was like, as long as we didn't have the puns and you just brought out a pun. Damn it. Anyways, is there anything else I'm mentioning before we get into questions? I ain't got nothing. Okay. All right. Now to questions. Um, We already talked about how I just was confused about Bruce's motives. I'm not going to bring that back up again. Bruce, but I have a question for you, bro. You don't run background checks on on the maids that are running your events? Like you, you don't do that, so you're gonna just let Selena Kyle just like come into your house and steal your, your mama's pearls. You don't, you don't, you just don't check that. All right, whatever. Second, I'm sorry, Commissioner. I love you, but when you got ambushed by the League of Shadows, how did you not die? How did you not die? Specifically, when he was going through the sewer and he was like just being raided by all of that AR gunfire, like for the AKs and all the AR, you you didn't die from you didn't get hit by any of that, like none of that. Like okay, okay, okay. He did get shot one. He got one bullet penetrated him. <laughs> you can't even you can't even argue that straight. <laughs> exactly. Don't even don't even go there with me. 
Okay, you make a point. <laughs> He's like, we don't even know that. That man just was like, I can't breathe. Like, all right, bro. All right, bro. <laughs> also, how is Joseph Gordon Lovett out of everybody in Gotham the only person that knew who, <laughs> who could figure out that Bruce Wayne was Batman? Like, that doesn't make any sense. You mean to tell me a poor, uh, not poor, sorry, an orphan, an orphan kid was the only one who realized that Bruce Wayne was Batman. But yeah, yeah, y'all are all idiots. All of y'all are idiots. Um, second, bro, you just you just rekindled your relationship, Miranda Tate, with work business. Why are you letting her know what your identity is as Batman? Like, what 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 are you what are we doing here? Like, I, that doesn't make sense to me. All right, whatever, Bruce. Also, how did you let Selena Kyle pickpocket you? Ain't you supposed to be a great detective? Ain't you supposed to be like with all your senses and you just let Selena Kyle just take your keys from you and drive the Lambo home? Like, all right, bro. <laughs> He's been out of commission for a while, man. I'm not letting, I know, I'm, right? No, I'm not, no. You let his skills slack off. Speaking of which, also, I didn't know a leg, a leg brace can make somebody's leg just get that much better like you can be able to break, break. i was gonna ask that but i was i knew that was gonna be one of your questions i knew that was gonna be one of your questions i was like nah bro nah bro no brace is gonna it's gonna have your leg get like 30 percent i need that new brace for my rugby games I was just Dude, I was stumping on niggas. Julio, <laughs> can you punch people across the field? Yeah. <laughs> I was about yeah, to man. say, I need that knee brace. I was about to say, William, go, go. Ah, all right. Now I can kick niggas. Let's go. <laughs> all the way to the field. <laughs> Y'all can't catch me now. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Oh. I ain't about to play oh. with um, Also, I just, I just, like, Bane. If the job was to break Bruce and let him watch Gotham die, why not just break every bone that he can literally work with? Like, I get it with the comics that you broke his back and that's supposed to immobilize him for good. But you know how resilient Bruce is. Break every limb. Like, literally make sure that this man can never walk again. Like, make sure it can never happen. That was just my opinion. I'm like, if the job was to make him emotionally broken and you just want him to watch and watch and fear that, you know, that Gotham is being turmoiled, literally break him. Just just literally break him. Make him a he toy. Just it backwards just enough. <laughs> if, as efficient as you are, you thought, okay. All right, Ben. Okay, Ben. <laughs> and as much as I love the whole idea of the prison thing, are there really prisons like that where you literally like just sit there and be like, all right, I'm in captivity. The only way I can get out of captivity is that I get out of this like hundred yard deep hole. Like, no, I've, I don't, I don't think that that's ever yeah. been a thing. <laughs> I don't know what kind of prisons y'all got going on, but like, yeah, no, I don't, I don't, I don't think that that's a thing, y'all. I, I just. Don't. I think you have a working TV down there. That's just. Wait, how you have a working TV down there with satellite? Wait, hold on, hold on. Cable. With cable, that's all the way to Gotham. That's all the way in Gotham, and you're on the opposite side of the world. Opposite side, not even on the opposite side of the country. You're in the opposite side of the world. That's flabbergasted me. It's like, how do you have a TV? How the hell? Like, like, like they said, hell on earth. Pit. TV with cable and like William Sound. Yeah, like when you when you, you and William said cable and satellite. 
Housewife. I don't get it. Confused. Please explain. Like, please explain. <laughs> Jesus. And like I said, I don't think the League of Shadows, I'm going to just ask you right here, is the League of Shadows really cool with Talia's plan? I just don't think it makes sense to them. Because if their whole idea is, just like we talked about in Batman Begins, if her whole idea is, or the whole idea for League of Shadows is to break down civilizations and rebuild them to their making, why prolong the process? Why not just do like you did in Batman Begins, make like make Gotham tear itself apart and then when everybody is majority dead you just go in and be like okay now we have order why do this elaborate plan that's gonna last six months and your fail safe was a bomb like just is the League of Shadows really cool with that I feel like the League of Shadows would have just told you kill everybody and just start anew but you know that's 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 just me that, that's just me also I'm sorry that would have been better actually right I was just like I just I'm like all right whatever also I'm sorry. We, I, I think everybody keeps bringing this up. There is no way Bruce could have gotten into Gotham not being detected. There's no way. There's none. <laughs> none. Zilch. Nada. So how the fuck did you get into Gotham without being detected? How? And also, the other thing is, is if you're working for the League of Shadows, right, how the fuck you didn't know that Bruce Wayne is Batman and you put him in the same cabin as Talia? Like, what sense does this make? Like, like, what? Like, it doesn't, I'm, I'm confused. You all know that Bruce is Batman. So when you captured him outside of Gotham, you should have been like, okay, take him to Bane. Because I obviously Bane didn't break his ass the first time. So let's make him break his ass again. I don't know. That just, that seems stupid to me. Sorry, just, just stupid. Um, And last question that I have, or second to last question I have is, how were you able to fix not only the clean slate because it was in prototype, but also the autopilot for the Batwing? Like, how were you able to do that? And to William's point from his question from earlier, the timeline of how they found out about the autopilot for Bruce was six months prior to that, which means he must have done that before he got broken by Bane. But again, what? He was what for six months. But well, no, they're saying the patch was done six months prior to that. Oh, so, prime, right. So, so the thing is, is, let's look at his timeline. So, you go to you go to Lucius about getting the bat. You become Batman for the first night. You go help out uh, Catwoman and do all that shit. And you do the armed robbery thing to find out what they're doing about stealing your funds. Next day, you're bankrupt. Talia comes. You have sex with Talia. You go and infiltrate Bane's place, and you get your ass beat. When in that time frame were you not only able to do the clean slate? But also the autopilot for Bat Batman. Like I, I need, I need understanding. I, I want to know how were you able to do all of that in that time frame. You only had two he days. Probably uses Batman. He, he probably uses Batman speed. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. I hate you. And my final question is, bro, if you're dating somebody, right? I would get it if y'all were dating for a year or so and y'all decided like, hey, let's just leave the country. Let's just have a start fresh, start anew. Bro, you dated, not, not even dated, you met Selena for three days. And two of those days were before you went in captivity. Why are you going? I think she fucked you up twice, heavily. Why are we Why are we going and like sacrificing and saving her to get a clean slate and then traveling the world with you? Why are we, What? what are we doing? Bruce, what what is going on here? 
That was so forced. I hate it. And my and my follow up question, and my follow up question to that though is, I I guess I'm just confused. If you knew that you no longer wanted to be Batman, I mean not no longer. If you knew that you was going to forever be Batman, you knew that it was a symbol that you wanted to do in the Dark Knight. Why are you giving it to Joseph Gordon Lovett? Why why are you giving it to him? Because obviously you made it seem like you always wanted to be Batman. So now all of a sudden. We're shifting gears now. Like we, we we shift gears, and now you no longer wants to be Batman. You're gonna give it to a guy who obviously knew who you were. Okay, okay, Bruce. Okay. I agree. I was like, all right, whatever, bro. Any other questions I missed, gentlemen? I just don't. Understand oh anything. yeah. He got no, some go super ahead, trust Williams, him. He just trusts any. It just just anybody. Anybody. Who, yeah, and that's across every Batman movie that we watch. Every just, Bruce, every Bruce Wayne. If it's a woman and she walks and she looks cute, <laughs> you have everything. You take yeah. everything. You can, you can just. I'll give you the entire key to my company. Like the, the, the. I'll give you the thing that I, the thing that I why didn't did trust you, wait, anybody her, with. Wait, why did you give her the entire Wayne Enterprise? She must what, she must have had that for all these years. Now all of a sudden, me, baby, girl, okay, we give it to her. She got that wop. That's what it is. That good, good. That's wild. And this was and this I was right before they had sex too. This is right before they had sex. Oh, you're right. It was before. Wait, so he gave her everything before that? Yes, sex? it was. Derek is right. It oh, was man, that. bro. Batman's a simp. That's what it is. <laughs> He literally he went to he went to company. he went to he Miranda Tate because he was I, desperate. I yes. Like to be, I just feel like to be one of the people. He went to the main manor. He didn't have the keys. He was locked out. Right? And that's like, what Talia, for some apparent reason, was at Wayne Manor. You're right. And then they had sex. Wow. And you know what's crazy? Uh Fox trusted her too. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Man, both of y'all some simps. The black dude. <laughs> Usually, usually Morgan Freeman is the character that's wise and tells people not to do something that they, they doesn't think they should do. Then this movie is just like, hey, she cute, give it to her. Give it to her. <laughs> she, what did he say? What did he say? She's 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 what did, he said something to Bruce. He said something to Bruce. If she flattering or oh yeah, she's, she's uh, flattering or um um there was something, it was something, yeah. You should go on a date with her or something like that. Something along those lines was trying to be flirtatious. Something along those dates. Well, oh yeah. no, because Cause, cause, uh, what's his name was trying to hook him up with everybody, with every damn body. Uh, oh, Alfred, Alfred, <laughs> Alfred's trying to hook him up, and then, and then, and then Fox you up was, with a chimpanzee. <laughs> yeah, Fox was, Jesus Christ. Fox was just like, uh, you know, she's rather, she's rather dashing, or she's rather, you know, uh, flattering, some shit like that. I don't know what the hell he said. I wish I could go back, but and and, and uh, remember, but I, I'm just like, bro, how y'all just be trusting women? With a uh, uh, literally an atom bomb, what make mm. it make sense? <laughs> make it make sense. I get it that it was she was spearheading the project, but that doesn't mean give her the keys to the will, bro. Y'all do all this damn investigating on every damn thing else, and you had a fail safe for the goddamn renewable energy source, and you're like, we're just gonna give her the keys. And another question you were part of the League of Shadows. How did you not know that Rajal Ra- Ghul had a daughter? Well, he did. Remember, see, I can't believe I'm giving this question any 
like help. Um, Roz talks about her. He's like, I had a wife and a daughter once, and they were taken from me. He and sure did all the very young was, when they were in the but show. The, it, right, but the issue is, is I hate throwaway dialogue that people use for later in the film. I mean, later in the, in the installments, which is exactly what happens here. It's like, okay, so the girl, the wife and the daughter he was talking about, Talia was that daughter, and all of a sudden, like, she's the one who got out of the pit. Okay, bro. Okay, bro. I mean, I guess that's it's like it. I see how that could annoy you. I see how it could also be like seen as like good uh, attention to detail or whatever the hell they're thinking about it. Of three, two movies of ahead, but at the same time, again, how did Batman not know? I concur. I completely concur. The man with contingency plans out his ass didn't know. Didn't know. No, he did not know. No, but I digress. He didn't know. He did not know. Any other questions before we continue the grades? Nah, because I'm gonna get it. Um, <laughs> um, I got one question, but I don't know. Maybe, maybe he's written them purposely they couldn't help. But just what, what we know, the American government. Why didn't they do a better job of protecting their own people? I don't know. I understand that the League of Shadows took there's over. A diplomatic, Bible. right? There's a diplomatic thing of going about this, Derek. We try to send four Navy SEALs to infiltrate, but it didn't work out. So you know what? Screw them. Uh, right. They they own land now. They're the no man. I just feel as if the US government is full of full of bitches. <laughs> that, was, that, was, that was shit. I was like, I was like legit. This city is legit on their own. They were taken down. Y'all like, no, if you come in these coasters, we won't shoot you. If you come in the coaster, we won't fall. To be trip. fair, <laughs> to be fair, to be fair, they did threaten them and say that y'all can come in this, in this place, but we're going to blow the whole city up. So, I mean, what can you really do at that point if they're, good, they're just going to atom bomb the whole city? But if it's a five mile radius, all right. See, all right. See, now you're about to make me go do this stupid math fucking shit. All right. So I get what you're saying because the bomb, the bomb is a five mile radius or a six mile radius, some shit like that, right? Yeah, six mile radius. So, but the thing is, is this, which is my issue though. If let's say hypothetically, and I, 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 I can't believe I'm about to do this. Hypothetically, Philadelphia and Chicago have way more than a six mile radius, right? If we go mm-hmm. to the center of Chicago and go six miles out, like it covers up most of the city, but I don't think it passes through those bridges. So you probably would have been okay with the blast. Second, though, Bane don't got that many. I don't think Bane has that many guards to check the only bridge. Well, actually, that's the only bridge accessible. Never mind. Never mind. But I agree. I don't know. I just. Oh, yeah, because the other ones, he blew the other ones up. That's right. He blew all the other ones up, and there was only one way in and out through the through the bridge with with. Bane, but obviously that didn't work because Bruce still found a way to get in fucking Gotham. I don't know how, but and without and without mm. Afric's help, and without mm. Afric's help, at my dad. But I digress. Um, that didn't make no sense. You're right. That didn't make but, no sense. Yeah, William, you're right. I just I don't know. I, I that a lot of this logic in this movie just don't make sense. But yeah, which, it just did not make sense. Which is gonna lead to our next topic, and I'm gonna give it to William. What's your grade? What's your grade for this film? And then your overall grade for the franchise. I'm going to give this one. I'm going to give it a B minus. Dang. Okay. 
a B minus. It's not it's not as good as either of the last two movies, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. Uh I, I like the last two movies better. Um, you know, there's scenes in this movie that I like. Like there are parts of this movie that I like the action. I like it better than uh, the um, Batman Begins. Um, I'm not even gonna compare this movie to The Dark Knight, but um, this movie is not even in that league. But um, with Batman Begins, there are scenes that I like the fight sequences. I like better than Batman Begins, but Batman Begins feel feel like has a better story. And I like the yeah. development that they do with Batman and all the other stuff. So I, I, I appreciate that movie um, a little bit more than I like this movie. Um, I do. I think I like Bane slightly better than I like uh, Scarecrow. Okay. Because he can fight better. You like your action, action sequences. Right. You like your action yeah. sequences. I love me some action sequences. I do. I like me. I like me some throwing hands. I always I've always liked throwing hands. I can't, I can't, I can't. I, it's not action movie. Don't call it action movie then if no hands being thrown. And and what's his name when throwing no hands? Scarecrow went throwing hands. He was just scaring people. He's just saying, boo, I'm scarecrow. Ha <laughs> ha. Um, yeah. But anyways, um, you know, and I mean, Joker wasn't really throwing hands either, but the movie just so freaking great that you don't need all that. And then there's other yeah, people. Yeah, you really hands. don't. Yeah, you're exactly right. His acting to made up for his throwing hands. Yeah. Um, so, anyways, so, uh, like I said, it's a B wise. Okay. 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 Derek, what about you? What's your final? I feel oh, bad. actually, wait, wait. Really quick, cool. really quick before we go there. William, you gave. Batman begins a Batman. I mean, the Dark Knight A plus, and this a B minus. What do you give the overall franchise? Overall franchise gets a I give it an A. Okay, yep. I figured you was gonna give it an A. Okay, yeah, I give it an A because Batman, the Dark Knight, the first two movies are so great, and in this movie isn't bad. It's just not as great as the first two movies. So he did. They did good in the class, you know. I, I, you know, if their grade was an eighty-nine, I give them a bump to an A minus. But you know what? I'm feeling generous, so I'm giving them a, a really good curve. I'm giving them a curve on this last movie, and yeah. they get an A because their other work was so good. Okay, I agree. I agree. Okay, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. You're gonna be. I think y'all gonna be surprised by my overall grade, but we're gonna talk about that in a moment. But Derek. Overall grade for the film and overall grade for the franchise. My overall grade for the franchise, well, for the film, sorry, first off, is I'm surprised this has been higher than Williams. Mine's actually a B. I wrote down a B. <laughs> Interesting. But yeah, okay. I thought it was, uh, despite its flaws, it's still a pretty solid film. And final grade for the whole entire trilogy, the Nolan uh, Dark Knight trilogy, A minus. Okay. Well, no, but you know, well, maybe an A because Batman begins. No, isn't A. No, well, around an A or A minus because I forgot Batman begins with B, B plus. I remember that Dark Knight B plus, and this was just a B. So A or A minus. I'm gonna let you Dark Knight was A plus. Yeah, he gave yeah, Dark Knight an A plus. plus. He gave yeah. he gave Batman he gave um Batman begins a B plus. So I mean, I'm gonna let you decide. Is it getting an A or A minus? Huh? Yeah. 
Understandable. Okay. Understandable. Now, <clears throat> I, 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 I said this before, and I guess I'm going to have to say it here again. This is not better than Batman Returns, in my personal opinion. I think that <laughs> Batman Returns has some more some things that are a lot better than that. So, unfortunately, as William mentioned, I am also giving this a B minus. But my overall grade for the franchise. What? Is, Wait, I gave movie the same grade as you. Yeah, you get. I we both have the same grade for this film. God B-. damn it! <laughs> you thought I was gonna give it a C? I knew it. <laughs> Yeah, no, I pulled. Yeah, I, I, I pulled honestly a, thought you were gonna give it a C plus. I, 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 really I, did. Think, I thought you were gonna give it a C plus. So just to give it overall some, I as you can guys tell, I will shit. I'm, I'm I I will shit on this movie a lot, but I think I'm just very over critiquing Batman: The Dark Knight, right? Uh, Dark Knight Rises because, like we talked about with The Dark Knight, The Dark Knight is just such a phenomenal film, and the stakes were rose. I mean, just was so much higher than that, and for you to go from that to I forgot to say this in Easter eggs, and I'm going to say it here. For you to go from a beautiful airtight script to a 400-page script for this film. 400 yes. pages? 400 pages. Oh, God. You could have took some of those pages out. Well, they, they had to because, I mean, the the I think the final script was like 140, 150 pages. So they had to scrap almost 200-some pages of, yeah, almost 200-some pages yeah, of script for damn. it. And so, like, you could tell, like, this movie was somewhat rushed, if that makes sense, because this is after, like I said, this is right after he did Inception, right before he does Interstellar. So you can kind of tell, like, he was like, all right, I want to get this movie over with so I can get to my next project for Warner Brothers. And I, as much as I, as we talked about it, I, I just love the hype of Dark Knight, and this kind of didn't stick the landing well. And as we mentioned in the previous podcast, it's not terrible at the landing like Spider-Man 3, but it just it stumbled in its landing. It, it just it, it it tried to do a victory lap and it just was like, I fucked up. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I fucked up. But yeah, I I, I think I like the action sequences, the acting, and just somewhat of Batman's journey more than I overall hate the movie. I can't get I can't put this on the same. I can't put this on the same stigma as Batman Forever, and I gave Batman Forever a C, so I, I can't I can't give this movie a C. I, I I physically can't do that. So I gave it the lowest grade, which is a B minus. But I think I think William's gonna be mad about what I'm about to do. But I give the franchise initially an A minus. It's at a ninety two. Then I said, you know what? I can't fault you for the last film that hard. If it was as bad as Spider-Man 3 or Amazing Spider-Man 2, I can fault you. But because I think you did valiant enough you effort, I'm going to give the eight. overall, yep, give the overall franchise. Screw you, Julian. <laughs> Screw you. <laughs> He's that professor that's like, oh, crap, the other professor's passing all his students. Like, that's mine. <laughs> Got to keep my job. Yeah, I got well, my I, job and my good teacher rating. Yeah, well, I, teacher rating. I think it's because I'm just as as we talked about in The Dark Knight, Christopher Nolan is one of my favorite directors working at the moment, and I just I love what he's doing. I, I love everything he's doing. He has not made one bad film. He's made average films. I will give him that. He's made average films, but none of them were terrible, and they're all really great. 
like really great in terms of production, how he handles them. They're really great. And I think because I I love that from Christopher Nolan, I just I can't I can't give this anything lower than an A. It's I guess my issue here. Cause I'm just like, yeah, Christopher, I, I, I love what you did here. You, your wife, and your brother, y'all did a phenomenal job with this trilogy. Granted, you stumbled in the landing, but you you did it, you you did well enough. You did well enough. Um and that wraps up this. The only question I have for us is even though we kind of stepped on it last week, um, is this the greatest film trilogy? Or actually, no, no, no. Let's gonna let's 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 specify that a little bit easier. Is this the best superhero trilogy? Now, I think I, I can, it might be. I think so too. So, I think right, my so, second. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. I was, I'm, I'm gonna let you go with that one. I, I have a couple of trilogies that I was thinking of in mind when I was asking this question. That I was like, "Wow, that's pretty cool." So, here's the trilogies I was thinking about. Captain America's trilogy is up there. Um, even though, even though, even though the first Avenger is like, eh, Winter Soldier and Civil War are like, oh my fucking god, yeah, right. And then, unfortunately, I I can't do it for this trilogy, the Wolverine trilogy, because X Men Origins Wolverine is just a terrible ass movie. But then Wolverine was like. Okay, I, I see where you're going with it. And then the Logan was okay. Logan was great. Then Logan, Logan was just was like, hey, I'm gonna show y'all what I could do with an actual fucking Wolverine movie. And you're like, yes. Yeah, yes. because Wolverine Origins, to me, that movie did not exist. I don't know what that movie was. I don't even know who made it. I don't even know when movie what year it came out. That movie to me did not exist. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right, understandable. And then the other thing. The other trilogy, I was like, maybe not Spider-Man, Sam Raimi's trilogy. However, John Watts's Homecoming trilogy, I think yeah. that that and this are neck and neck for me, and that's why I was like, wow, wait a minute, I don't know which one's better, and that's the problem. That's my to issue. me. To me, the crazy thing is, even though you say the first film wasn't that bad, the first Avengers, I feel as if to me this trilogy and Captain America's trilogy are kind of neck and neck to me. What? Okay. I love Captain America's trilogy. I don't know why. It's just because you know, first Avengers. Yeah, it was. It was a very slow it's, story. It's your run of the mill superhero origin story, man. But the Winter Soldier. Ah, I love the Winter Soldier. It just like, like I said, it's just, favorite. It just it's my favorite like MCU movie. Feel. It right. just didn't feel like an MCU. It doesn't feel like a superhero film. It was MCU, but it didn't feel like a superhero film. Then Civil War was just great you could feel the performances the story was good the dialogue you could tell there were chemistries between each of the actors because they were like just having fun and there was the their banters and their dialogue and you know their quotes with each other was just really good and the action sequences were really good civil war i I really liked it so you would put captain america's trilogy in this one the same category okay yeah definitely for me so then, all right, um, hold that thought because I'm going to ask you about John Watts in a moment. But, William, what about you, sir? Um, I think this one, I think this one's just the best. I think okay. I, 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 it's, I'm biased about Spider-Man, which is why, like, I love Spider-Man so much that I, I like, Spider-Man, the Sam Raimi trilogy is really good to me. But, although the third movie is shit, but... 
<laughs> I still love the trilogy. <laughs> but this one is definitely this trilogy is definitely better. Like because Spy uh The Dark Knight Rises is definitely better than Spider-Man 3 is better than that one. Um Homecoming, I I can put that one up there too, like the Homecoming trilogy. Only reason I only reason I don't really count those is because I have, you know, I didn't really care for Homecoming and Far, um, from, home. far from Home. Okay. I like okay. Far From Home better than I liked Homecoming. I agree. And I, agree. I love yeah. No Way Home, but uh, I just Homecoming was just bland to me. Like it was just, there was no. The the only thing that was really, and I, I was going to say that, and I was going to ask Derek. It was for too cute for me. I was going to say it's too cute. The only thing that kind of really amped up the film just a lot is just Tom Holland just being charismatic and Michael Keaton as uh, Vulture. Like literally, if it wasn't for Michael Keaton being Vulture and just being as, I would say malicious, but just as menacing as he was, I don't think we would have liked Homecoming at all. I think it would have been like, I think, and this is the hottest take I'm going to say right now, and I feel like some MCU fans are about to get pissed with what I'm about to say. But like, if we take Michael Keaton out of the movie, I think this is an average as coming of age story. I think it's, and Derek is going to feel some type of way about this, but I put this right with First Avenger in the middle of the MCU pack. It's just like, it happened. Yeah. The movie happened. It's a very forgettable movie. Even even with mm. Michael Keaton. Damn. Okay. All right. That's fair. It is. Like I I don't watch that movie very often. Like I don't. And I'd watch No Way Home and I don't even like that movie that much more than I like I would watch Homecoming. So you would watch Far From Home more than you do Homecoming. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Or right. did I say No Way Home? You did. My bad. No. I I would watch No Way Home. Like, I, I, I I was about to say I'm yeah, letting it be no known now. No Way Home was the strongest of the trilogy. Right. I can't wait that movie. Comes let, out on that TV. movie comes out in like I want to say in a month. I already or so. pre, I already pre ordered the Steelbook on Best Buy. I kid you not. So right, I was like, that's the movie I'm gonna have to get on Steelbook. Like I literally will have to buy that. All right, pre ordered. That's my but shit. Actually, but actually, I kind of disagree with y'all. I actually feel as if I like for some reason I don't like. I, I agree with William. Far from homecoming after rewatching it when we had the vintage review, I was like, that's probably why I don't like it. But I'm not gonna lie, I guess because it just didn't feel like a Spider-Man film to me. It felt like a teen angst movie. It really felt like a teen angst movie. No, I'm no, I'm, I'm not even talking about um, homecoming. I'm talking about uh, Far From Home. Oh, what? <laughs> yeah. What? I felt for me when it comes to Far From Home versus Homecoming. Um, I guess it's just a nitpick for me, really. That's really what it is a nitpick. It's just that I just didn't feel like it was like a true Spider Man film because when you think about Spider Man, he's he's that neighborhood hero, he always tries to look out for a little man, he just doesn't try to, he just doesn't try to like look up to any hero. He always, he always does what he feels is right, and and he's and it's like he. What he does is just, he does what's best for New York. And I just didn't get that. You just don't like the idea, right? You don't like the idea that he's He's in Europe. He's far from his hometown. He's um, he's far from his home. He's too much trying to be like Tony. It just kind of overshadows what he's meant to be as a hero. I mean, at the end of, at the end of the story, that I guess in a sense because he's he was so busy and you know that was the point of it trying to make sure that 
you know, he can't he can't worry about trying to look up to Tony or all that stuff. But I don't know. It just felt like I don't know. And then the same no, thing. No, with Homecoming. I, 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 did, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't like Homecoming either because of his um, because of his connection. You with Tony. you and William really hate his father father son relationship with Tony Stark, and I get that because that's mm-hmm. not that's that's not Spider Man, and I get that. I just. I, I thought that you guys even still with that would still put Homecoming's trilogy up there, but I I I'm, I guess I was mistaken. So okay, feel like Peter it doesn't feel like Spider Man now, and that's the only that's why I said that's a very small nitpick why I don't like Far From Home is because you know he's too busy. Um, it took took him a long time to finally realize okay I need to stop worrying about um thinking that I'll be the next Tony or trying to look or be um you know trying to at least put myself at the same level as Tony used to be. It just like feels of like the whole film. He was just um yeah he was of course he was trying to enjoy his trip, but he was far from home. He was um he just felt like William said when we we're doing a Avengers review, he just felt like this huge he just felt like this hero in a big old world where we were I'm so used to him being the hero that's in a big world but also is doing what he's doing the best he can for the little people, and I think okay. we finally got that at the end of uh, No Way Home. Hopefully, I was, no. I was, spoiler, I was, spoiler for people. Who but have, but I was gonna I say feel. spoiler for people who haven't. Out of the very few people who haven't watched No Way Home, but yes, you're right. And I think, I think that's why I would I put the trilogy up there is because No Way Home found a way to kind of rectify some of the problems that were in Homecoming and Far From Home. And I think that's why I would put it like any upper echelon of like trilogies. But you're right. I still would put Batman up. I still would put the Dark Knight trilogy as the best trilogy for superheroes. Um, and then I would, as you mentioned, I would probably put um I would probably put the homecoming trilogy, then no no, Captain America, then the homecoming trilogy. The and homecoming trilogy. wild enough, and people are gonna hate me this, but it's Unfortunately, this is the only next best trilogy that I could think of in the superhero franchise. Um, well, actually, can we call Avengers a trilogy? No, because there's four films. Not no, three. there's four films. Um, I, so would then, say, I, w- I would say X-Men, but they end up becoming days of future's past. Well, well, the original X-Men trilogy, I was that was going to be my other hiccup. The original X-Men trilogy, X-Men, X2, X, uh, X-Men United, and then yeah, X3, uh, The Last Stand. Yeah, so. It's... The first two are good, and then literally they shit the bed with oh the last dead. They shit the bed. The third one was just so. It's 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 basically what Sam Raimi did to Spider Man Three, and it literally yeah, like I whenever do. William decides to right, whenever William decides to get to the X Men movies, and he gets to that trilogy, I, I want to know how he feels. And, about and he rewatches because uh, I mean I know he doesn't remember uh, watching X Men. He don't remember watching uh, X Men Three, with but. Oh. I'm the juggernaut, bitch. Oh and my how God, they bro. did, my girl, my favorite mutant, one well, of well, my other favorite mutants besides uh, Storm Aurora. How they did Gene, bro. All right, uh-uh, uh-uh. see, that's that's a whole nother conversation for a different time. How they probably, did, my we'll, we'll probably talk about that. We'll probably talk about that in May. Hopefully, hopefully in May we'll talk about that. But we're gonna leave it at that. But okay, so we all can agree that Dark Knight trilogy is the best trilogy. All right, cool. Now, before we head out. I just want to ask and preface that yes, this by the time this comes out, this is going to be about a week, a week and some change before 
the Batman comes out with Robert Pattinson. And um, I was unfortunately on social media looking up shit that I shouldn't be looking up. And test audiences are raving about this film. Absolutely raving about this film. I'm worried that this movie is going to be way too fucking long for it to be me raving for it, but we're, we're going to get there when we get there. But Derek kind of tried to spoil it at the pre-pod, but I'm going to ask both of you gentlemen here. If there's anything that you guys are looking forward to with this Matt Reeves' Batman film, um, what would that be? Or is there anything that you're wanting them to like dive deep into? I want to see Riddler. I want to see Edward Digma. You want to see I Paul Dano? See, okay. And I and I want to see him take down all these uh, Gotham elites who profit, who made, who uh, made a fortune in their lives on at the expense of other people. Okay, okay. So you want to see Paul Dano uh, kill people? All right, cool. All right. <laughs> okay, William. Uh, I, I want to see something like that too. I want to see a Batman movie, kind of similar to, kind of similar to uh, the Dark Knight, to where uh, you have a character that's so insane, or not, or his plan is so insane, and and so well crafted that it really tests Batman and his his and his moral like moral compass. Uh, compass, okay. yeah. I want to see Batman almost lose it. Almost like we saw Spider-Man almost lose it. But well, Batman can go to a darker place than the Spider-Man, I believe. So and, to your point, yeah. yeah. Oh, go ahead. Finish your story. Folks. That's all I'm saying is that I just want to see Batman go to that dark place and be on the cusp of just going, losing it. And then, you know, somehow he comes out of it being a hero. So to your point, I think that's the only thing I'm wanting out of this movie is just to see when he's able to make that switch a lot easier because the movie literally how Robert Pattinson is making it out to be for this Batman is he's only doing it for the thrill. He's only doing it because he likes to beat people up and he's getting angrier and angrier as he's becoming Batman or he's being in the Cape of Cal more often. So I'm like with you, I feel like I want to see Batman get very close to killing somebody. I want to see it. And what I also want to see, can somebody please know who this man is? I just want somebody to be smart enough to know. And it seems like it's going to be Riddler, but that's an easy. But I just need somebody else in this world to just know who this man is and like just gets it. I just I just need that happening. I know who Batman is. No, yes, Bruce Wayne. Yes. I, oh, yeah. I just need one person. I just and want to not person. use it in a stupid way. That's the other I know. Thing. That's the other thing. I just need it not to be a stupid way of like, really, bro? Really? Is that how you figure it out? Okay. All right. Whatever, dude. Um, I but to admit you one thing I also want to see. Zoe Kravitz as Catwoman. I, I mean, I mean, my 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 celebrity crush, she gonna she gonna kill it no matter who what. Who is Catwoman? Zoe Kravitz. Zoe Kravitz. That's the black girl, right? Yes. Um, Lenny Kravitz and Lisa Bonet's daughter, if people know who those two are. Oh, so beautiful. Beautiful. Um, oh but, yeah, yeah, yeah. Zoe, Zoe, bad one. Bad so idea. that's the other thing I'm looking forward to. And I'm kind of wanting to see what gadgets he's gonna have in this film. I really want to see that. Yeah, that's one thing like I really his first what, first few years as Batman. So I'm year two. Yeah, this is yeah, this year is year two. two. 
So I want to see what kind of gadgets he has, and I want to see how those work out. So those are my Ooh. things that I'm I'm looking forward to. What I am not looking forward to is that two and two hour and fifty five minute time. But we will get there when we get there. Um, if they give me a good riddler, I'll I'll excuse it because I feel as if this film is really going to be based upon um like we were talking um you know um off uh pod um. I feel as if this is going to be really about Batman's Rose Gallery. I think we're really going to see how, like y'all were saying earlier, how his villains can probably test his limits. But I think we're going to get more of the villains in this film. I don't know why. I, I think we're going to get like more of that. I, I agree with you. I think we're going to get more of that and more of the Court of Owls version of the Waynes, meaning like, okay, the Waynes kind of were in crime also. Like they their hands were also dirty in this. So I'm mm-hmm. I'm interested to see how that's gonna shake Bruce's uh, psyche going forward. I, I want to see how that goes. I I really want to see how they do that because I'm tired of everybody being like Thomas and Martha. They were the the civilized, the ideal civilians of Gotham. No, they were rich and they probably wanted a little. They want to have their cake and eat it too. Let's see what happens. I want to see somebody yeah, make them. I dirty. want the truth. I want the truth about them. Because yeah. the in, in reality. Most rich people have their hands dirty a little bit. And that's why I want to see that with Thomas and Martha. I want to see if they had their hands dirty in this. And I, w- I want really to bring that out. I really want that to happen. So we'll see. We will see. But thank you guys for listening in. The next episode is going to be the Batman review. We are going to talk about Batfleck. Unfortunately, due to scheduling conflicts, we're going to not get there just yet. I hot take after watching a few of his scenes. I, I will not call him trash. The movies he were in was trash, but he was a small glimmer that I will say I actually somewhat enjoyed in two of those movies. We'll get to those later, but that episode will really? come at a different time. Yes, we're going we're gonna to talk about it. Uh, I still have issues with it, but I actually still like it. We'll talk about it when we get there. But um, yeah, you'll hear us talk about the Batman in its entirety. Um, the third, I want to say either the Thursday after it's released or the Thursday, I mean, a week after it's been released. So look out for that. But yeah, tell us what you think. Um, tell us what you think in our Instagram and tell us what you feel about the Dark Knight Rises. Cause I feel like a lot of people are going to get mad at me for how I feel about the Dark Knight Rises, but it's okay. I'm prepared. I'm prepared to have this conversation with you guys. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> but until then, enjoy. Have any questions? Fire me at King Julian Owens or King Julian Podcast. I don't care. Until then, you guys enjoy the rest of your weeks, and we will see you when we review the 2022 Matt Reeves' Batman.